Hello, hello, podcasters. Welcome to Sai and Dad's Treasure Hunting Podcast. Oh, uh, we're going to be talking about good stuff today. Medieval living people. Were you right, Sai? What have you been up to, mate? Uh, well, been on the, the rally on the weekend, Dan, mate. Uh, we're going to have uh, Di Cotty here later on talking to us about the rally, yeah. about some of the finds and just generally um, all the cool stuff that happened over the weekend. Oh my God, a Saxon penny come up. Ooh. I've never seen nothing like it. What was it? It was, uh, a, it was an offer coin yep. uh, from 7.57. Oh my days. This thing is stunning. That that man's got to be happy. We're going to do a little article on that. We're going to speak to Di about it. He might have some more information later. So yeah, apart from that, we got wet. We got very wet up there. And um, I had to pull Sai out a few times as well. He's got stuck. Uh, I forgot to charge my thing up. We didn't get down there till the Sunday, unfortunately. Because um, I wasn't very well on a Friday. But we managed to get down there and catch up with the lads. It was a good time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really cool, man. It was worth the two-hour drive there and two-hour drive back. Yeah. You know, I didn't find anything. <laughs> you wanted me to get up at four o'clock in the morning, mate. Well, right. <laughs> Early bird catches the worm. I'm still catching up on that sleep. But anyway, uh, yeah, so Dan, what what uh, you been looking at during the week? I know you were saying you found some interesting stuff online. I was just trying to, like, finalise what is the actual biggest hoard that has been found. All right, that sounds cool. And it's it's a toss up between the the curdle hoard and the 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 honks hoard. Do you know what I mean? But mm. the curdle hoard, it was like three point two million. It was found in eighteen forty. While while repairing the embankment of the River Ribble in Preston, a group of workmen dug up the lead box. Inside this lead box was one of the biggest Viking hoards ever found. Yep, it had 8,600 items were documented, including silver coins, various bits, jewellery, and silver ignits. Any hat gold in there, but Dan? I don't think so. But oh. <laughs> although, although the majority of the items originated in English Viking kingdoms, some of the treasures were also traced back to the other regions, including Scandinavia, Italy, and Benzantium. I don't know much about Benzantium. You, you know more about that kind of thing than me. Yeah, the um, Benzantine Empire yeah. was the Eastern Roman Empire after it fell in five, 500 AD. Wow. So the Western Empire, I think they went into civil war. That's there right. was a load of commotion. And uh, then they ended up moving to Constantinople okay. and setting up their new capital city there. Okay. So yeah, the Roman Empire kind of shifted to Turkey from about 500 AD onwards. Oh, and I cool. think it went up to about 1600 uh, but don't quote me on the end date. Yeah. Well, the treasure, when they obviously found it, it was presented to Queen Victoria, and some of it now is on display in the British Museum. So if you can get over to the museum, well, I've been there, it's an amazing place. Um, the workmen who found it, um, apparently, were all... It's the uh, funny thing about the museums, though, Dan, yeah. they're so big, aren't they? They're massive. I mean, yeah, you could walk through there and, and not even see the hoard. Yeah. And I've done that a few times myself, like in the Somerset Museum. But all, all, all the lads got out of it back then was a, was a single coin each. I don't know what the coins were worth. <laughs> really, yeah? Yeah, yeah Victoria was like, ah, oh, no, nah, you can have one coin. So anyone who thinks they've been hard done by by Flo, innit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Think again. Yeah. But yeah, get yourself over and look at the Curdell Horde. There's, there's some stuff online about it. It's, 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 it's amazing how much stuff is in there. And it's, it's awesome looking stuff. And it's prestige as well. Yeah, we'll put a link to that in the description, actually. That sounds really cool, man. Yeah. I want to have a look at that myself. Yeah, cool. 
So yeah, I mean, I found a couple of interesting things as well, Dan. On Talk the, to me. what's been floating around on Facebook. What's been floating? Well, uh, this week they have discovered four hundred skeletons, and among the four hundred bodies exhumed from this Roman cemetery, they have found ten percent of them have been beheaded, Ooh. and and their skulls are by their knees or Naughty. by their feet in their graves, um, and that was from the HS two yeah. project. So with the archaeologists the are going railway. through, yeah, the, the railway. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit gruesome, I know, but um, still an important archaeological find. Yeah, don't lose your head about it, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you're talking about that. Did you see the, um, did you see the Roman mosaic? Uh, spent 50 years as a coffee table in New York. Yeah, I can't believe that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so these people have been putting like vases on it and... And all kinds of stuff, do you know what I mean? And it's a long lost commission by the Emperor Caligula, disappeared from Italy Museum during the Second World War. Yeah, this table, the mosaic and other antiques were recovered from the lake in the 1930s and housed in the Lakeside Museum in 1944. As the Nazis retreated from Italy, the ships and many other treasures were burned. Nearly 17 years after that, as he signed copies of the book Del Buffo, Overheard a man and a woman say the woman had the mosaic they were looking for. Moving on. Ancient philosophical scrolls scorched by Mount Vesuvius. Is that could the one be... that looks like the giant turd? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> okay, anyway. Is, is there writing in there? Is there writing in there? Well, this new technique is going to be able to read the scrolls again. I don't know if they're going to be able to unravel them or they're just going to kind of x ray them or something. That's mental. But it's meant to be a new technology. Um, so they said the researchers will soon use new technology to examine famous ancient artefacts. Right. So that's a broad spectrum. Uh, a yeah. spectrum. Yeah. So uh, they used the powerful light source diamond at the UK National Synchronic Facility. The team has developed a special technique to virtually unwrap the scrolls so that they can be read again. So uh, who knows what that's going to be? So they can read that turret inside out. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, what else? What else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Blackbeard's hidden buried treasure somewhere. Oh, I know you want to f- go find his treasure, mate. Oh, when I you get in your boat, by the way. Oh, one day when everyone when everyone wants me to get one. Who's <laughs> getting me a boat? Thumbs up, people! If you want Dan to go out and spend his whole life savings on a boat, <laughs> <laughs> all of five hundred pounds. Yeah. It'll be a good boat. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, Blackbeard, apparently, the legend persists, anywhere Blackbeard ever spent significant time, which was obviously North Carolina, or the New Provinces, is reality pirates rarely, if ever, buried treasure. The myth comes from a classic story, obviously Treasure Island, which incidentally features a pirate character named Israel Hans, who was Blackbeard's real-life Botswan. Also, much of the loot that Blackbeard took consisted of things like barrels, sugar, cocoa, which would be worthless today if he actually buried them. But well, they I, might actually be worth a little bit of something. I was watching a few things the other night on YouTube, yeah. and they were saying that his men were basically drunks. They loved their drink, mate. They loved oh, wa- yeah. a good bottle of wine, right? Yeah. So when they would take a ship, the men would get on there, and they would take all their barrels of wine off, yeah. and they wouldn't worry about anything else. Yeah. They'd just go straight for the booze. Well, if you go T- to typical t- English, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they they like the drugs as well because obviously, if you went to Charlestown, if you go to Charlestown, you can there's quite a lot of um, what in North Carolina is that? Or? No, Charlestown, UK. Oh, okay, uh, uh, Devon, Devon, Cornwall coast. They 
apparently Blackbeard sailed into there, into harbour, and he went up through the town and robbed all the the, the pharmacies, all the, the the potions and what have you that was going on mm-hmm. in the shops, uh, because he had a he had a bad problem with. Uh, I think it was syphilis. And that is a bad problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was um, actually inducing in the syringe. They found a syringe on the actual wreck that was pulled up. Yeah. And it's in the syringe. They actually found traces of mercury. Hmm. So in back in them times, they used to use um, mercury to treat syphilis, which is obviously what a pirate used to, a lot of the pirates had at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, Originally, he came from uh, Bristol, didn't he? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Edward Teach was his name. And uh, Teach. he used to do some quite uh, freaky things, didn't he? He used to, he grew his beard out, yep. used to put fuses in his beard That's right. before he used to board other ships. And it's kind of like the Mike Tyson thing, isn't well, it? Well, it's intimidation. Yeah, intimidation. Was, yeah. Like Mike, Mike Tyson wouldn't look away from the other boxer, would he? And also, you know what, I mean? what I heard, a little myth says... That he used to use sulphur tips in on on these these flints, and when he used to burn, he used to burn the sulphur. Yeah. And then obviously, when he used to pull his men in, new men recruits, they used to come in and they used to be high on sulphur. Okay. And he would apparently it was like a real dark, dingy room, and he used to sit in the corner with these these locks of of facial hair on fire. So mm. A bit like Di Cotty. He's nearly there, isn't he, with his big old beard? <laughs> so, yeah, awesome stuff. Love a bit of Blackbeard. But yeah, they still, they still, there's still teams out there still looking for the treasure that he's so called lost. So, where was supposedly he's meant to have buried this stuff? Because, um, I mean, I'm guessing somewhere in the Caribbean, you know? Yeah. Because um, I know he, I can't remember what place it was, but supposedly there was kind of like a pirate outpost there somewhere in the caribbean which they would all kind of go to and uh yeah they would drink and be merry and then go back off and uh go raid some more ships yeah that was um yeah because once he buried it he retreated didn't he from piracy and then he lived he he was a civilian for a while i believe well did he get um In, in 1718 i think he literally uh he ran his ship aaron's revenge obviously into a sandbar and it just got absolutely destroyed. He went with 20 men, I think, to Charles Eden, the governor of North Carolina, and he accepted his pardon, obviously because he was a wicked man of the sea. Uh, Blackbird lived there as an average citizen, but it didn't take obviously long for him to take up piracy again. I think on a funny note as well, I think he was tapping up his daughter. Was he? Yeah, yeah. That's probably why he got pardoned, mate. <laughs> Plus his big uh, tr- treasure trophy, you know. <laughs> I wonder if he had a shave in the end. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, what we're going to do now, we've, um, we want to get, get some bit of juice on this Saxon coin, this Saxon penny. So hopefully um, we can get Di on, on the call. We'll give him a ring and um, speak to him and see what he's got to say for himself, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds good, mate. We'll... We'll get him on the phone right now. Live now with Di Cotty. Uh, Di, how you doing? How's things going? Hello, Di. What's on, bud? It's Dan. What's happening, Dan, man? Yeah, you're right. Um, we had a good time at the weekend, didn't we? Absolute felt of us, wasn't it? 
What, uh, was, what was going on? A lot of stuff coming out the ground. Probably the best rally I've ever been on, to be fair. We haven't we, we have been on Thank you very much, buddy. But it was banging, Much yeah. appreciated. Yeah, it was, mate. Um, like we said, from the start, okay. You know, this was one not to miss. And, um, yeah, of course. Yeah, it, it turned out to be an absolute belter. Like, you know, we had over, it was 30, 40 hammered um, nice. on the Saturday. We had that gold um, ring, which turns out it's probably 16th, 17th century. Yeah. Um, we're not too sure if it's an actual posy ring, though, because there's no inscription in it, but it's similar to that sort of style. It might be a, just a band of some sort. That was um, that Finn one, yeah, the Finn gold one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We That's had, um, what else did we have come up? The uh, the, the King of uh, Saxon coin. Unbelievable, is, uh, yeah. Certainly turned a few heads this coin has, mate. Let's put it that way. So uh, is there a mint on it yet? Have you found a mint or any information? Well, the, the mint on it is um, Canterbury yeah. minted, right? Oh, yeah, nice. But the thing was, he minted a lot of coins in Canterbury. And then he actually went and they were minting them from London as well. Now, this particular style one, um, with the portrait as it is, um, okay. we do believe that it would have been minted with the London period. And, um, yeah, but the thing is, it was only in existence for a very small period because it hasn't been documented. You know, it's, they haven't come across this particular style of coin no. um, of offer. So, yeah, this this certainly is um, one to be uh, keeping an eye out because um, I do believe this is a very, very special coin. Yeah, so it's, it, when me and Sai got, got whiff of it, we was literally researching, went on Spink, went everywhere. We couldn't find no information. So, it's yeah, it's definitely a rare one, I reckon. Well, I, I, there's no, there's no reason not to, you know, to, to, to say who who found it. It was a good mate of mine, Paul. Okay, Paul found yep. it. He has been in touch with certain people. Yeah. I'm um, gone down the right avenues, obviously, with it. Yeah. Um. And yes, Greg from um, the Sphinx has come back, and he let's put it this way: he's just put on the um, extremely rare. Oh so, wow! So the, the yeah, minted uh, is now minted. <laughs> minted is now minted. Yeah, we. Mate, I wouldn't be surprised if this coin could go into the tens and tens of thousands. Yeah, yeah, I said that in the soy when when we got back. I said that that's rare. That 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 that's going up. You're adding zeros on that thing, I think. But you never yeah, know. There, yeah. there might actually be more there because um, I was doing some research into the area in Hereford. Uh, supposedly, offer was there. Uh, yeah. There was a battle took place between the Welsh and offer. That's right. And offer got beaten. Yeah. So um, I mean, maybe that coin's come from uh, a soldier. Or something, and then it's been uh, dropped later on. Because that, yeah. that field was just producing constantly, wasn't it? Oh, it was mad, mate. Even on the Sunday <laughs> when we turned up like late, there was still people pulling out loads of hammers. Do you know what I mean? I never seen so many happy metal detectorists, mate. Yeah. <laughs> In all the pictures I've seen of people finding things, mate, they, everyone just lit up, man. That's it. That's it. You got to be well happy. <laughs> well, no, mate. To be honest, as you said, that that was our. Our first ever Berserk Researchers um, dig, do you know what wow. I mean? Our little first weekend uh, for the Saturday and the Sunday. We wouldn't call it the weekend, because no one's really camped there, you know, but it was the Saturday and the Sunday. Oh, of course. And, yeah, we, we couldn't have asked for a, for a better uh, a better day, let's put it that way. Um, the Sunday was a little bit more quieter, but it still did produce. Yeah, I think was... there was about 10 hammered, maybe a little bit more that did come up. Well, you, um, you found one. You found a Richard, didn't you? Coins, 
Yeah, I had a Richard myself, a Richard II, which was the uh, first Richard II I've had, so I was happy with that. Yeah. Um, it's a shame that a bit of the coin is missing, but we can't have it all, can we? And there's a, a um, young young lad, uh, there's a Reese Davies, and they, they, they got a lad, and he's what he's, he's young. What, what age do you reckon he is, Doy? 11, I think he is 10 11. or 11. And, and he, found, he found his first hammered coin, didn't he? Mate, yeah. yeah well, Emmy found Em's as well is obviously his mother. Yeah. She found her first hammered coin, so she was absolutely um, elated, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when she said about Cruz, I've obviously found one as well. And it was only a, a small um, snippet of one. It looked like it's been cut. But not in a cut in a cut half, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was a smaller section again, but um, yeah, unbelievable, mate. So that family were yeah. very, very happy. I mean, they walked away with quite a few silvers. They had hammered each. They had plenty of coins, you know. So there was plenty of stuff there, you know, um, for the taking. It wasn't just hammered and stuff. There was there was loads of good buckles coming up. Yep. There was a few Roman brooches. There was there was. There was a mixture of all different kinds of stuff. Was like, the guys, Bish had a little pin as well from a brooch, the silver oh, pin. Yeah. yeah, that pin, though, the, that little pin that he had was, um, it's off a silver annular brooch. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Wow. Good it, news is we have got, we are planning to revisit on that. Okay. Right? Yep. I have spoke to the farmer today as well, and I've tried to push it to see if we can get on it for the plough straight after. Lovely. Now, That'd be nice, with mate. farmers, as you know, they can't, they're so busy and turn around on their crops and stuff like that. It's so quick. Now, I've asked for some kind of window. He said, I can't really give you a window or such. He said, it could literally be a couple of days and then I'd want to plant it. You know? Yeah. Um, so we are working with that one. It might, might be better. Let's get on them fields, mate. Let's get down there. <laughs> but it's let's get, let's get reading, mate. Yeah. I've got my backpack ready. We're off. Look, come on, Sai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, but the thing is, it might be better if we let that right. Because he said to me, "Look, you'll have a six, uh, what, eight to ten week window in right. September. Right. I take the crop out." He said, and then you can just do what you want with it then. Um, and then also, he said, because when he puts the potato in, he's going to be putting the machinery obviously into the ground, and that's going in fourteen to sixteen inches and just disturbing a lot of stuff. Yeah, of course. You know I mean, yeah. Um, so we could either we could rush it. Which I don't really want to rush it. Me and Bish and I, you know, we don't want to be pushing things that quick. No, of course. Um, but we we are in talk still. We're gonna we're gonna see if we have got a little bit of more of a window to do it for the April. Um, if not, we will leave it and do it uh, around the end of September, something like that. Okay, that's cool. But you'll you'll have a few things going on before that, I respect. And like We've I said, land, if you get over We've to uh, uh, Doy Cotty's uh, Berserker Searchers Facebook. Um, he posts him and Bish and the admin. They post the events, what they're doing on the on on their their channel there. So. Yes, yeah, yeah. They they will be up. And there's um, merch. Got... Get merch. We me and me and Soy got some new hoodies. We're well happy with them. Oh yeah, they're top notch. Right? If, if you look on the, the yeah, pictures, they? yeah, they're but they're banging. They're they're really good hoodies. They're warm as well. Even Lee in the background. Go on, say again, Lee. Job. Yeah, good, good, good <laughs> merch. The, the merch is uh, second to none, guys. So get yourself over the there. The thing is with the merch, guys, it's like there's so much of it on the market. Now we wanted to make a stand. Yeah, we wanted to make a point that when we're going to release this merch, yeah. it's going to be an eye catcher, and it's going to be one that's going oh, to be made of good quality. Yeah. 
and we haven't scrimped on nothing. You know, no, you can see um, it's all embroidered. It's it's, it's yeah. proper. You you're never gonna get a jumper or a hoodie this this finely tuned and detailed. It's uh, it's yeah, they're really nice. Embroidered patches on the front, the Viking symbols on the side, the Viking man on the back. They're, they're banging bits of kit, aren't they? Sorry. Yeah, lovely, mate. Yeah, thank we love you very much, guys. Yeah, thank you so much, yeah, there. Awesome, dude. And thank you for inviting us down on your dig, mate. We really appreciate that, and hope hey. we come to more. Thank you very much for coming down and doing obviously the YouTube video on it, and, and meeting us in person for the first time, mate. It was much appreciated, and it'll be plenty more digs like that to come now, with you guys. Yeah. So, Dyer, are you going to be doing any more um, rallies in the near future? Yes, very, very, very shortly. We we are. We have picked up, um, I won't lie, we've we, we got, we got a good couple of thousand acres a little bit further down the road. Wow. Yep. Um, I spoke to the farmer today on that one as well. Yeah. And we're trying to arrange for the Sunday to go up. Um, <clears throat> and then we're going to see, see the land, check it out. Um, if he's all good, because he's got to clarify, obviously, with his family, because this is a family-run farm. So he's happy with it. If the family are happy with it, then we'll get the ball rolling. The land turns out to be top-notch, you know, because we ain't going to be sticking you guys on just average land. You know, we said this from the start, we'll try and put you on the best of the best. And it's down to you guys then. You've got to be the lucky, fortunate ones to walk over the stuff, you know? Yeah, maybe get there on the day before, isn't it, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right then. Yeah, so well, thank you very much for joining us, Doy. And um, no big massive shout out to Berserker Searchers. And um, yeah, keep in tuned and stay in touch and see what's going on. Thank you, Doy. Appreciate that, mate. No, no problem at all. Thank you, guys. You take care, and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Cheers, Doy. Thank you, mate. Bye, bye. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, guys. That was Di Cotty from the Berserker Searchers. Next guest on the show tonight, Bish Williams, co-founder of the Berserker Searcher Group. Welcome, Bish. How's it going, mate? How was your dig on the weekend? Oh, well, I don't know what to say. It was, uh, couldn't have asked for a better dig, guys. It was awesome, mate. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah, it took us all by surprise, to be fair. Only if, I mean, if Dan charged his coil, we would have been all right. But, uh, yeah, sorry. but we had a, uh, we had a great it's time, man. It was a pleasure to come down and visit you guys. Uh, thanks, man. It was a pleasure meeting you both as well, man. Yeah, I had a real good time. We spoke to Di just a minute ago. And, um, yeah. Obviously, we're speaking about getting you guys down our way and we're going to put on a dig. And um, Oh, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? Get some juicy, juicy finds up. Or even coming down just for a bit of a recce on this this place you got in it, Dan. Yeah. Th- when the guy ploughs the field. So we get down oh, there right on there. a recce, have a look. Um, what, yeah, that'd be great. What I was going to talk about just quickly is your machine. Um, cause... Yeah, you've got, um, you're using the CTX, aren't you, bud? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So um, what, uh, when did you upgrade to the CTX? Um, How long have you been using I it think for? The beginning of the first lockdowns I purchased it. I bought the second hand from a gentleman up in Gloss to show they did. All right, okay. Um, and what were you using yeah, beforehand? Um... Garrett GTI 2500. All right, okay. Uh, another heavy machine, like, but uh, yeah, they pumped these man, and uh, well, found me some cracking finds at Garrett. There's some well, serious depth as well, man. Mm-hmm. How are you and, finding uh, the new well, one? Oh, GTX, oh, I love it, man. Love it, absolutely love it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it took took me a good six months, right, from New York to get used to it. 
Yeah, they're quite hard um, to I'm learn. Still learning new, yeah. I'm still learning new features on it now, like, but um, I've managed to create a wicked little amateur program for it now, and it's, uh, it's, it's pumping. Your phones are going through the roof up. now, yeah. Well, yeah, well, from uh, from last year, it's about 25 hammered. Wow. Not bad. That's so, impressive, yeah. But they, they, they were, it was in last pickings, really, you know, it was on hunted out ground, land that I thought was completely done with, you know. Yeah. And um, it, it does show its worth on hunted out ground rather than, you know, land that's full of targets, like, you know I, what I mean? I find it's easier sometimes to get in a field that's already been flushed because what you're finding is actually better stuff because you're not picking trash out all day, you know. Yeah, yeah. The thing is with the CTX, like it, it picks up all the minerals and everything in the ground, like oh, and it, it is frustrating to use, like. But on the on the hunted out ground, like it does really, really does show its worth, like. Yeah, that's good. You had a massive old coil on it as well, didn't you? Yeah, it, oh, it just it doesn't really pump much deeper in my eyes to the eleven inch coil, like it. Um, it just covers a lot more ground. It does. You don't miss nothing with it, like. But uh, it's done me well so far, anyway. We've got um. Well, we've got plenty of land in the store. We've got to go and check it out, obviously. Um, the Burlingate Farm, the one that was on last weekend, we've got more land on there, but it's not available till September. Yeah. But um, we've Stone got a King big weekend that, on, on Ireland. Oh, I can't wait to get on that. <laughs> yeah, I bet you can. I, I bet you was yeah. um, being prized away from it on Sunday night, weren't you? <laughs> oh yeah well to be honest with you, right, I didn't detect much and I really really enjoyed myself like I, I see the thrill now the boys get on YouTube without just going around the field yeah. and looking at all the finds yeah. I did I really really enjoyed myself like running around the field with the guy <laughs> yeah Soy's still spanking me for not turning up on the Friday mate Saturday. Oh, Saturday man. sorry you, yeah. you would have had some crack footage I tell you yeah, what yeah no. so what kind of finds did you get on Saturday bud um, well, I managed to squeeze an hour in on Saturday. I found a little tiny annular brooch pin. Yeah, that was, one. yeah and, um, that, and uh, yeah. Henry III Tech Quarter as well. Nice. Oh, was it Henry III, so, was it? Yeah, Henry III Tech Quarter father, didn't I think? It's amazing. There's been such a wide range of uh, finds and from t- from like different time frames, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. It was, um, well, from Bronze Age up, really, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. What about that bit of bronze yeah. that you found? Like when I was there, did you? Um, was that just a bit of old? Was it slagging? Was it I sl- think that was just a bit of smell that's been tipped, you know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's there. There's um, it's a good sign, really, to me. Yeah, minting. Yeah. Hmm. Be interesting now to see what comes up off there when you've um, deep ploughed it. No? A proper active place, isn't it? You're, you're on some good, oh, good yeah, ground yeah. now. Yeah, and it's, that, a, it's um, amazing. That, that's some pen. You know, well, that was amazing. I was. Yeah, I was speaking to Doy about that earlier, and he said that it's getting valued now, so it's looking at a yeah. high-end figure by the looks of it. Yeah, it's very rare coin, yeah, by all accounts. Proper nice looking as well. So much detail in it, isn't there? Hoping there's going to be that a... Crazy. It just preserves it all, doesn't it? Perfect, uh, perfect yeah. ground for it, so. Yeah, it's clean. Really clean stuff coming out. All right, Bish, well, lovely speaking to you, mate, and um, hopefully yeah, we'll, and me and will catch up with you very, very soon, bud. Yeah, definitely, man. Look forward to it. All right, mate. Take care. Cheers, mate. Thank you for yeah. chatting to us. No worries. Take care, guys. So that was Di Cotty and Bish Williams from the Berserker Searcher Groups. Check them out on Facebook. The link's below. Get to their next rally.
like and subscribe to our channel like and subscribe just and just, just subscribe like if you're on you're on facebook it's not hard to just pop over to youtube is it the only youtube <laughs> you find enough mood tubes you've got enough time to get the youtube <laughs> let's go click that button like us we can keep on going nice seeing you all take care happy digging happy hunting peace out oh wait damn we've got one more thing to oh, talk he about always does this well, first we need to do a shout out to Bob King for our, oh, no. our first fan. <laughs> Just a quick shout out. If um, you guys are looking for merch or something to do on a Friday or Saturday, um, our friend at, uh, Ray at Metal Detecting UK holds a raffle on these two days. Um, it, they, they give away some awesome stuff, like top quality stuff. I think they even give out Berserker Searcher stuff. Um, he has a UK um, Detecting UK hoodies and stuff like that really nice lad um get yourself over to uh, ray's group and uh check it all out here um tee you up with some raffle tickets take care